Yo, what is up everybody? We are back with a brand new episode of the Silver Lions Playbook Podcast. Today, I will be going over the depth chart that I have made and the final 55-man roster with the new CBA. We have gotten to 55-man rosters now. Um, First off, I just wanted to give my, because I forgot in my last podcast, to give my overall grade for the draft class. I think I'm going to give this draft class a B+. Um, although there were a couple picks that were iffy, I mean, like, j- for me at least, like the Jason Huntley pick, I don't know about that one yet, and the DeAndre Swift pick, I don't know about the uh, player pick there in the position pick, but it's hopefully it'll all work out. But um, let's get right into the depth chart for 2020. Like I said, this is the 55-man rosters. So on offense, we have 28, and on defense, we have 27. For quarterbacks, we have the obvious... Matt Stafford starts, Chase Daniel backs up, and David Blau is the third string. I think last year, David Blau was a starter for many of the games, and he showed that he can be a serviceable backup. I mean, he's not going to win you any games by any means, but he's not going to be, like, terrible. The only reason I keep him on the roster is because I feel in the NFL you need three quarterbacks on the roster at any time, at all times, because anything can happen at any time. And Chase Daniel is the obvious backup because we signed him to a, not a big deal, but a sizable deal for a backup. Running backs, this one is a little tricky because a lot of people are saying we should only keep four backs. I think we keep five. on Johnson starts, DeAndre Swift backs him up, and then Ty Johnson, Bo Scarborough, and Jason Huntley. I keep Jason Huntley on the main roster because I think he can fit in as a special teams player in the punt punt game, kickoff, and the return game. I think he can be a third down running back. I think he can be a slot receiver. I think he can be used in the J.D. McKissick role. So I think he's worth keeping on the main roster because you don't want him to get snatched up by another team. And he adds that speed that I don't really think anybody else has on this offense. Maybe Marvin Hall, maybe Ty Johnson, but I think... Huntley's just got the speed and the quickness. He kind of reminds me of Tariq Cohen a lot. Um, He's a smaller build frame, but I still like him quite a bit. Moving on to third down running back. Third down running back just means the primary running back that you have on the field when it's an obvious passing down. So first starting there, we have DeAndre Swift because he's probably our best pass blocker and he's probably the best. He's a little bit faster than Carrion, so, and I think he's a li- just a little bit better receiver than Carrion, so I think he'll start there. And then Jason Huntley backs him up, and then Carrion Johnson and Ty Johnson. Like I said before, Jason Huntley is like a Swiss Army knife for Daryl Bevel, so I think he'll be our backup third down running back. Um, fullback, I have Nick Bodden, and then backing him up, I have Jesse James. I was going to put Reggie Ragland or Jared Davis here, but I didn't want to just because I don't even know if they can block. I think Reggie Ragland would be able to because he's a big body, but I just put Jesse James here because we know he can do it. Um, then tight end, I have three tight ends. Some people have four. I don't have Isaac Nauta making the uh, main roster. I have him on the practice squad, but I'll get to that later. Um, TJ Hawkinson. I have starting and then Jesse James and Hunter Bryant. I think the undrafted free agent Hunter Bryant is going to wow some people this year. I don't think he's going to be like rookie of the year or anything like that. But I think he'll do some things as the third tight end and maybe even a slot receiver where people are like, wow, how did he go undrafted, you know? I'm not even sure, honestly. A lot of um, quote-unquote experts had him high on their boards, but obviously the NFL did not. 
Next, we have Kenny Galladay at wide receiver one, which is like, I would say, the first outside receiver. Um, Kenny Galladay and then Travis Fulgham backing him up. And then wide receiver two, which is the obviously the second outside receiver. We have Marvin Jones and then Quintez Cephas backing him up. I have both Fulgham and Cephas making the roster over Geronimo Allison and uh, Jeremy Davis. And uh, I can't remember off the top of my head the other guy's name. Yeah, I just... I just think they're both good in this thing in this uh, offense that we're running with Daryl Bevel, and I think Fulgham, being I believe he was a fifth round pick last year, I think he showed some things in preseason and even during the season that would be worthy of being like the fourth or fifth receiver on this team. But we have in the slot we have Danny Amendola, Marvin Hall, and then I also have Jason Huntley there, like I explained before. Um, I keep Marvin Hall on the team because he has that speed that we really want, and he was a he was just a big play guy last year. He would come in and catch I think he averaged like 30 yards a catch he didn't have very many catches of course I remember being at the Vikings game and me and my friend were sitting there and I said number 17 watch him he's gonna come in here and he's gonna get a big catch because I think it was like three weeks in a row he had a catch that was over 40 yards he comes in that play Stafford bombs it to him uh 47 yards I believe it was it wasn't a touchdown but it was into the red zone if I remember right, but I just like, I really like Marvin Hall, he's um younger, I believe he's 27, but that's right in his prime, so it's perfect for us, and he's on a pretty small deal too, but it's nice to have Stafford, who's got a really strong arm with some, you know, uh, speed receivers like Hall and Huntley, because Jones is sort of a speed receiver, but he's not like a speed receiver first, I guess, if that makes sense, he's more of just like a, he's a deep threat, but he's not a speed receiver in that way, where he's more of like a jump ball, but he can beat guys off the line, because he does have some speed. Moving on to offensive line, we have Taylor Decker at left tackle, and then Tyrell Crosby backing him up. The backups at offensive line are kind of interchangeable, because there's not really, I don't think there's a true backup left tackle, I think Tyrell Crosby is the closest thing to it that I would keep on the roster that we would have. Um, I do have a left tackle on the practice squad, which, like I said, I'll get to that later. But And then at left guard, this is a tough one for me. I really wanted to put Logan Stenberg as the starting left guard here, but I just don't know right now. I haven't seen enough from him. Obviously, he hasn't played it down in the NFL. So right now, I think, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, I think what they will and what they should do is they'll rotate Stenberg and Dahl. I think Dahl is a better pass blocker. Logan is a better run blocker, which to me would be a little bit of a disadvantage, but I don't think that either of them are terrible at either. Like Joe Dahl is not a terrible run blocker and Stenberg is not a terrible pass blocker. So I think it's not like you can only put Stenberg in and run blocking and then Dahl in and pass blocking. It's just they're each good at what they do. Um, but I just have Dahl starting there right now because obviously he has NFL experience and he's shown that he can start. I mean, last year he started for most of the games and then moving on to center we have frank Ragnow, and then the backup this is going to be a, a hard one too because i almost put bodine starting at left guard because he's shown that he can start on the offensive line he's only played center in the nfl though so it's kind of hard for me to gauge him at guard i think that's i put him at center though because we do want him on the roster but i didn't want to put him at guard because i just didn't want to uh mess with anything that I didn't know for sure about yet because I can't see him do it obviously because he hasn't yet and then at right guard I think this is an obvious one Jonah Jackson's our starter here at right guard I was kind of 
in between if I should start Jonah Jackson at left guard. But I think Jackson here at right guard makes a lot of sense because Vitae isn't a great pass blocker. And it kind of helps Vitae out to have, I think, I, it's, I don't want to say pro bowl or all pro, but I think Jonah Jackson is going to be a really good pass blocker for a while in the NFL for a good 8 to 10 years. But then backing him up, we have the former first-round pick that we signed in the offseason, Josh Garnett. I think he fits the offense pretty well. Um, I don't really know about him starting. He's been injured a lot. I think he's going to be another rotation piece in the in the offensive line, though, because Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn have showed that they like to rotate their offensive line quite a bit. Last year, even though Glasgow was very good, he got rotated quite a bit. And then at right tackle to end that off, we have Hal Vitae and then Ode Abushi backing him up. I think Ode Abushi. See, my thing is, like I said before, our whole offensive line is pretty interchangeable. I think our guards could possibly play tackle. Josh Garnett probably not, but I think Stenberg could play right tackle. I think Ode Abushi can play guard and tackle. I think Tyrell Crosby can play guard and tackle, and I really like that. And I think Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn also really like that versatility that we have with that. Now, moving on here to the defense. Um, the way I'm going to do the defense is I have a 27 players, but I have a 3-4, a 4-3, and a nickel. So the defense is going to take a little bit longer than the offense did. Starting off with the 3-4, because that's what I would assume, or that's what I would say our base is, quote-unquote base, even though we don't really have a base defense. It really depends on who we're playing that week. Left end, we have Trey Flowers, Romeo Acuarda, Romeo Aquara and John Penasini. I think Flowers uh, is the obvious starter here. I mean, of course. But Aquara is going to be a really good depth piece as well as Penasini. I think Penasini will mostly play shade nose and a little bit of three technique. That's why I think he lines up here as our left end in the 3-4, but he'll be our third. For our nose tackle, we have Danny Shelton, John Penasini, and then Nick Williams. I don't really love Nick Williams at nose. I think he's more of a three to five tech but I think he can play a shade nose as well I think Penasini can play either a shade nose or even uh just overhead nose Danny Shelton's gonna be our obvious overhead nose though I think he'll uh, mostly play a shade nose but at right end we have Deshaun Hand Nick Williams and Kevin Strong um Kevin Strong could also be a guy that plays shade nose but I don't really love that either I think Nick Williams is a little bit better for that position he's a little bit stronger in my opinion can hold up blocks better at outside linebacker, we have the new free agent, Jamie Collins, and then Austin Bryant. So this is this is what our Jack linebacker is going to look like. I think, well, no, that's not going to be our Jack linebacker, I'm lying. Um, that's our off linebacker. Inside linebacker one, which is our starting middle linebacker, we'll have Jelani Tavai backing him up, Gerard Davis, and then Jalen Reeves-Maben. I'm keeping quite a bit of um, linebackers on the roster here. Our defensive line and the linebackers are pretty interchangeable, so... We have um, linebackers that play D-end and vice versa. And then our other starting linebacker, we have Reggie Ragland and Christian Jones. Yes, I don't have Gerard Davis starting at inside linebacker. Outside linebacker, we have Jared Davis and Juliana Cora. So, I think Jared Davis is going to be our starting jack this year because I think, I mean, unless Juliana Cora can take that spot, which I think is very possible. But I think Jared Davis is supposed to be 
playing that role the whole time, that Devin Kennard role, which I think is why we cut Devin Kennard, because we got Jared Davis and Juliana Cora now, and Austin Bryant, I think, can also play that. And then cornerback, our first outside corner, we have Desmond Trufant backing him up, Justin Coleman, Amani Aruwarie. The way I have it set up, inside linebacker one, Jelani Tavai, and then Jared Davis backs him up. That would mean if Jelani Tavai gets hurt, Reggie Ragland obviously bumps up to the middle linebacker starter, and then Jared Davis moves to middle inside linebacker, and then Juliana Quora would be our jack at that point. The same with corners. If Desmond Trufant gets hurt, Jeff Okuda bumps up, and then Justin Coleman would play our other outside position, or Amani Oruwarie. I mean, that could be possible. That's why I have him at three for cornerback one. Cornerback two, we have Jeff Okuda, Daryl Roberts, Mike Ford, and Jamal Agnew. For our three four, we don't have a nickel, quote unquote, so we don't have a slot corner here, but we do sometimes carry three safeties, so we I also have our hang defender. Our hang defender is Tracy Walker. J. Ron Curse and Miles Killebrew. The same way with linebackers and corners. My free safety is Deron Harmon and back, backing him up, Will Harris. And then my strong safety would be Tra- Tracy Walker, Will Harris, J. Ron Curse, and then Miles Killebrew. So the way that this would work is if you want Tracy Walker, Deron Harmon, on the uh, at strong and free safety, at, right? But you also want the hang defender, J. Ron Curse or Will Harris steps in at hang. And then opposite of that, if you want Tracy Walker at hang defender, Will Harris would likely step in at strong safety. That's it for the 3-4 base, quote-unquote. At 4-3, we have Trey Flowers at left end and then Austin Bryan at left end. Like I said before, we have a lot of outside linebackers and left end, or left ends, outside linebackers and defensive ends that will be interchangeable. So Austin Bryant in a 4-3 would play defensive end because he's not an off-ball linebacker in my opinion. And then defensive tackle is the same way as linebackers to where if Deshaun Hand is our starting defensive tackle, he gets hurt. Danny Shelton stands, moves up to starting defensive tackle. Well, okay. In the 4-3, you have two starting defensive tackles, of course. So Deshaun Hand and Danny Shelton are your starters. Then John Penasini is your first backup. Nick Williams is your second backup. And then Kevin Strong is your last backup. But the way I have it listed is Deshaun Hand, John Penasini, and Kevin Strong at DT1. DT2, we have Danny Shelton and Nick Williams. At right end, we have Romeo Aquara and Julian Aquara. I think Romeo Aquara is a better run stuffer out of the two brothers. So that's why I have him starting in the 4-3 because... Most of the time in the 4-3, you want your defensive ends to be more run stuffers, but you also have Trey Flowers on the other side, so you might just want Julian Aquara to be an obvious pass uh, rusher. And then an outside linebacker, Jamie Collins, Christian Jones backing him up. Starting inside linebacker, you have Jelani Tavai and Reggie Ragland. Reggie Ragland backs up Jelani Tavai. And then starting outside linebacker, you have Jared Davis and Jalen Reeves-Maven. I almost put Ragland at starting outside linebacker here, but I think Jared Davis would be a little bit better here to... Um, make up for some of the speed we lack with Tavai and Collins. I mean, Collins isn't like slow, but he's a little older. And Tavai's not slow either, but he's not very fast. And Jared Davis is pretty fast. I think he can cover um, uh, sideline to sideline pretty well. And then the corners are about the same. Cornerback one, we have Desmond Trufant, Justin Coleman, Omani Aruarie. Cornerback two, we have Jeff Okuda, Dale Roberts, Mike Ford, and Jamal Agnew. Now, free safety, strong safety. Um, and Hang are all the same. It's free safety, Deron Harmon, Will Harris. Strong safety, Tracy Walker, Will Harris, Jaron Curse, Miles Killebrew, Hang. Tracy Walker, Will Harris, Jaron Curse. And then our nickel. Our nickel package is where stuff gets fun because this is a little bit of a little harder one for me on the defensive line because you can go a couple different ways here. Um, I start 
with left end, Trey Flowers, and then Austin Bryant backing him up just like in the 4-3. And then our starting defensive tackles, Deshaun Hand and Nick Williams. Now, I might, I was going to start Danny Shelton here, but I think his big body, no offense, Danny, will get tired if he's playing every single down, of course. I mean, every player will get tired if they play every down. But it'd be best to take Danny Shelton off the field in obvious passing situations. And I think that's what we signed Nick Williams for, honestly. Because we had an idea of what we were going after. I think Danny Shelton plays his role as a nose tackle in a shade... Uh, a shade nose or sometimes a three tech in that four three lineup but I think Nick Williams would be a better starting defensive tackle in the nickel because he can rush the passer really well I think he he showed that last year with getting I believe six sacks it was five or six sacks in that rotation that uh, Chicago had last year and he wasn't really like a prominent feature I mean Akeem Hicks got hurt so he stepped up and then he got some more sacks of course but he's been pretty well pretty good his career in the NFL and I think he'll do really well in this defense too and then the first backup we have Danny Shelton and then backing uh, the second backup Kevin Strong and then lastly we have John Penasini I know I raved about John Penasini in the uh, draft breakdown that I did but I do think his weak point is pass uh, pass rushing and I think he's best against the run, so I think it'd be good to have him as the last guy here, last dude, because Kevin Strong, I think, is a little bit more of a pass rusher than Penasini. I don't think Penasini is bad, but I think these other guys are better. And then here in the nickel, Julian Okora starts at right end with Romeo Okora, his brother, backing him up. I did that because I think Okora, Julian Okora is a better pass rusher than Romeo, and I think Romeo is a better run stuffer than Julian, so that'll be a good tandem to have on the field. Or not on the field, but on your roster, so that you can use them as, uh, or use them accordingly. Right, linebacker one, this is nickelbacker. Our starter, we have Jamie Collins, and our backup, we have Jelani Tavai. Backing them up, we have Jared Davis, Jalen Reeves Maben, and then Reggie Ragland. I almost was going to put Reggie Ragland over Jalen Reeves Maben, but I think Reeves Maben is a little bit quicker and is a little bit better in coverage, so I think he'd be better in the, in the uh, sub package or the nickel package. And then at cornerback one, this is our outside corner. We have Desmond Trufant, um, Amani Arawari, and Mike Ford. And then cornerback two, our other outside corner, we have Jeff Okuda, Daryl Roberts. Other outside corner would be Mike Ford there, yeah. So we'd have CB1, cornerback one, we'd have Desmond Trufant, Amani Arawari, and then uh, Mike Ford, and then CB2, we would have Jeff Okuda, Daryl Roberts, and Mike Ford. And then slot, we would have Justin Coleman and Jamal Agnew. Strong safety would be Tracy Walker, Will Harris, Jaron Curse, and Miles Killebrew. Free safety, Jaron Harmon, Will Harris, Tracy Walker. And then hang Tracy Walker, Jaron Curse, and Will Harris. So that's it for the defense. For special teams, I think the kicker is obvious. We have Matt Prater. Our punter is a little weird this year because Sam Martin is no longer on the roster. He signed with the Broncos. I think our undrafted free agent punter, Aaron Sipos from um, Auburn, who's from Australia originally, will be our punter this year. He's an ex-rugby, ex-rugby player, and I think he can kick the shit out of the ball, honestly. Excuse my language. But um, I think he'll be our punter. And then moving on, long snapper, we have Don Milbach. And then our return guys, Jamal Agnew, Ty Johnson, Danny Amendola, Marvin Hall, and um, Jason Huntley. I think Agnew and Ty Johnson will be the first returners. Then Jason Huntley, Damon Amendola, and Marvin Hall will step up if, if any injuries. And then our practice squad. I only did the practice squad based on guys that were on the roster already. I didn't want to get into any extra stuff and have to like look at free agents and who blah, 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 you know. So I just went with guys who are on the roster already. We have 
defensive lineman Jayshon Cornell from um, Ohio State, the guy that the rookie we just drafted. I don't think he's good enough to make the roster right now, but I do think he's a practice squad player in case like Kevin Strong doesn't pan out next year or somebody gets injured, we can bring him up and he can be a good three to five tech, maybe even a seven tech. Cornerback Michael Jackson, I almost kept him on the team over Mike Ford, but I think Mike Ford's a little bit more along in his coverage, but I think Michael Jackson might be able to take his spot. Jamal Agnew could be getting his spot taken too if we really do believe Jason Huntley for to be a return man. Um, Michael Jackson's a good player. I think he has a year or two to, to really be a good player. He has a year or two like in potential to grow, but I don't think he'll be like a, ever a shutdown corner or anything like that, but I think he could be a serviceable uh, player. At, uh, our other position wide receiver, we have Chris Lacey. Um, he's been on the practice squad. He was on the practice squad last year, and he's just one of those receivers that does a lot in OTAs, and, you know, he's a good locker room guy, but he's not just, you know, it doesn't seem like he's really ever cracked our roster. And then guard Bo Benchwa, Bench, I'm not even sure how to pronounce that, Bo Benchwell, Benchwell? let's go with that. Um, I think he was close for me to, for Josh Garnett, but I think Josh Garnett got the edge just because he's an ex-first-round pick, and I think he might have more to bring to the table. But Bo is um, good enough to be on the practice squad. I think if one of our guards got hurt, he's the first guy we want to bring up. Um, and then we have tackle Casey Tucker. That's the guy that I almost kept over Ode Abushi, but I think, if anything, Tucker, if somebody got hurt, Tucker would be the first man up at left tackle. So if Taylor Decker got hurt, I think we would just sign practice or uh, Casey Tucker to the practice squad to play left tackle. Or we would move Vitae to left tackle. I'm not sure how that would work out. Um, and then defensive tackle John Atkins. I think he'd be another good defensive lineman rotation guy. He was close for me to make the roster. Um, but he's a he's more of a nose. That's why I have two D linemen. I have Jayshon Cornell and him because Jayshon is not a nose, and John Atkins is a pure nose for the most part. I mean, shade nose, three tech. Um, if anybody got injured, I mean, he could step up and play nose. And then we have linebacker Jason Cabinda. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but I think he's a decent backer. He's good cover. He's good against. I mean, average all around, I'd say. But I mean, he, I don't think he's good enough to crack our roster. But he's he's a good um, practice roster, uh, practice squad piece so that we can kind of try to develop him and see what he can do in the future. Safety, C.J. Moore. Um, I'm not sure if he is uh, practice squad available, but I put him here with a question mark because I think he is not quite good enough to make the roster, as I said, with the rest of these guys, but he's a good potential guy. And then safety, Bobby Price, an undrafted free agent that we signed after the draft. He's got a really good Raz. Um... I think he's more athlete than football player right now, but that's exactly what the practice squad is for. Hopefully we can find a position for him and we can kind of see where his, you know, athleticism can take him in this. Because I think he's more of a, like a jack of all trades. I don't think he's a pure safety. He'll be like Obi Melifonwu is what I kind of think of when I look at him. Because athleticism, athleticism size and um, he's not quite a linebacker and he's not quite a safety it's hard to really put a th put him anywhere and that's why I think he's on the practice squad because like I said his tools are very raw but yeah that's it for this episode um next episode we're going to be looking over the season schedule and we're going to be looking at what I think this roster could do um keep in mind I 
do have high praise for this roster. And I think Matt Patricia might be the coach that can put it all together, in my opinion. Um, it's just looking like everything's coming together right now, honestly. If everybody stays healthy, I'm really looking up for this season. But, uh, yeah, that's it for this episode, and I'll see you all next time.